Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, in every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Matthew Wayne with us today. He's a country music artist from Florida. He's gone on tour with acts such as the Abbott Brothers, Ryan Cabrera, members of NSYNC, and Boys to Men, among many others. Growing up on country music has come full circle as he creates country music today. And we're excited to have him on. So yeah. welcome to the show. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Happy to <laughs> happy to be on here with you guys today. We're happy oh, to have you. Yeah. So I always like to start out kind of same way. Last few years have been rough for a lot of people, but especially entertainment. Okay. And although it looks mm-hmm. like we're coming out of this, thank God for that. Um, yes, how had you. it had it affected you and what have you done to maneuver through it? Well, um, it, it was a blessing um, in disguise in a way, because uh, I mean, all my live music that, of course, makes every musician great money came to a screeching halt. Um, but it gave me an opportunity to try some other things and work more on original music. And it gave me a chance to kind of work um with some people that uh you know i've i've worked with in capacities like boys to men and and uh joey fatone and, and ryan cabrera and turn it into to more actually during covid um wanya morris and i from boys to men we did uh some songs with brian mcknight we did some songs with uh seven streeter who's a great r&b uh female oh, wow. r&b singer mm-hmm. um and that was kind of a cool thing something i was like am i is this really happening i mean this isn't something that uh <laughs> you know, I saw coming and uh, like, like I said, getting to do some music with Joey um, and then um, it, it, all of all of what happened during COVID kind of snowballed into what's happening now. Oh, wow. um, like I said, putting mm-hmm. original music together and then uh, switching over because uh, I was doing some pop music being with uh, all these pop artists. Yeah. And I was with uh, my buddy Joey and uh, Jim and uh, my friend Eric, who's in the group O-Town and happened to play them a country song and they're like you got to do country man oh, and uh I, so I was like well i'll head on i'll head on back to country then and here we are <laughs> wow. i love that story you know mm-hmm. you kind of yeah. you you kind of took a detour but right back huh? that's right yeah yeah it, it, yeah it all led COVID all led to, to what's happening now and i couldn't be <laughs> more grateful for it you actually. know that, that's like for us you know when we launched this show it's january 2020 so a couple months before that and our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews first year. We thought we could do that. Be right. a great foundation for a new show. And then everything gets shut down and we're, I'm watching everything go. And I told Sandy, I was like, you know, we don't wish this on anybody, no. but you know right. what? We're here. We can't change it. We need to take advantage of this because a lot of right. people who normally would not come on a new show might be willing to come on a new show. And because right. of that, we reached out to like three, a bunch of people. We end up with 300 interviews that first year and we're almost 600 now. That's awesome. I'm glad <laughs> to be in that mix and hope, happy to come back, you know. And we're close to 600. We're probably, yeah, you know, 580, 585. Okay. Somewhere there. I don't yeah, really keep close. track of it. I'm, you know, when you get the first hundred we kept track of. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> It'll start eating, it'll start taking up more time than it needs, you know. Now, when yeah. we get to close to a thousand, I might keep track of that a little bit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people they would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I like to go deeper than that. When did it okay. click that this could be a career? 
Um, so I have a very vivid memory of that moment. Um, watching, uh, have you guys ever heard of the movie That Thing You Do? Oh, I've watched that many times. I love that. Yeah, movie. yeah. So I watched that as a little kid, and I yeah. had already been playing. I'd already been playing guitar, piano, and drums. But mm-hmm. uh, my whole family's pretty musical, but none of them did it as like a job. Um, and so I watched that movie as a little kid, and I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. this is all they're doing for money, like to live." Right. And, well, I, and it was very matter of fact, which in the, in the music industry, mm-hmm. it's it's usually not very matter of fact. But I was like, "Oh, well, I'm just gonna go do that then. <laughs> that's that'll that's yeah. my job." And uh, wow. sure enough. <laughs> And that's a perfect segment into the next part of this is, as you know, a lot of people, they, they see the glory in what you do. And that, like right. you said, I'm just going to go do that. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, <laughs> the tears, the struggles mm-hmm. it takes to make it in any level with entertainment. And I always want to yeah. talk about that. So tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even get to where you are today. Um, I mean, it's it's been tough. Um like you said, like you just said, I mean, you put it perfectly. A lot of people just don't see the grind and it is nonstop. It is tireless. It is 24 seven. Um, you know, just trying to, to make sure I'm prepared for when an opportunity finds me. I mean, um, getting in with boys to men and, and Joey and all that stuff. Um, I started out picking up photography as a hobby. Oh, wow. And uh, when when they would come to Boys and one of my favorite groups of all time, and they would come to Disney every year in Orlando. So I'd go watch them. And, uh, you know, I started out just taking pictures of them just to (laughs) be able to watch the shows. And they ended up using my photos. I was like, that's kind of cool. And then um, uh, I noticed that their manager hadn't uh, didn't have anyone working for him. And I, you know, I had the guts to just be like, hey, man, whatever you need, I'll come do it. Let me oh, know. Wow. And yeah. uh, it's it's snowballed, quite frankly. <laughs> and it takes that kind of thing. But even that is uh, it's not all glitz and glamour. You know, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of um, late nights and a lot of, you know, trying to figure out what that next step is. And mm-hmm. it costs a ton of money uh, to get a lot of this done and <laughs> stuff the right way. So, you know, a lot of sacrifices there. But, you know, we're uh, yeah. we're we're going. You know, I remember interviewing a girl named Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls from years ago. And I remember she was telling some advice and I was like, what what advice would you give someone? And I remember her saying that whatever, you know, if you can do anything else, go do that and keep this as a hobby. She goes, because you sacrifice everything. You sacrifice family. You you sacrifice your body. You sacrifice so much. It says if if you, if you can in your heart be happy doing something else, then go do that. She goes, but if you can't, then you better be all in. That's yeah. I 1000% agree with that because I eat, sleep, breathe, you know, music, whether it's my music working on music for someone else, producing, writing, um, everything, you know, I just, I, I can't get away from it, <laughs> but nor would I, I mean, it's, it's a blast, you know, getting to do exactly what you love to do is, is a special thing in this life. I think on the flip side, um, what are a few wild moments that's happened? And you probably already said a few of them anyway, but what's yeah. a few right. moments where you look back and you're like, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, there's a number of those. Um, 
recently I got to do a show with uh, Joey and um, uh, Murr from the Impractical Jokers. We were in Virginia, and I got to sing an original song at that show, one of mine. Um, oh, and that was just kind of a cool moment. Recently at Disney, I got to sing um, sing a country song for all the fine people that came out to that show. But the biggest one that has been a pivotal, pivotal, sorry, pivotal moment for me was mm-hmm. um, we were in Vegas and we were um, we're working on a new show that we were going to put at the Venetian in Vegas. And we had a, a, a meeting and in the meeting was Joey and boys to men's manager. Uh, his name's Joe. He's been my mentor for the last few years. Um, Joey was in the room. AJ and Nick from backstreet were in the room. Oh, yeah. Johnny Wright, who manages uh, Justin Timberlake and Incubus, wow. he was in the room and Juan Ye, who's, who's, you know, one of the best singers alive mm-hmm. um, on this planet. Um, we're all in this room having this meeting and, I'm just sitting in the back and I'm quiet. I'm just ears. I'm listening and just kind of absorbing, you know, in case I have any notes for later and all that. And it gets to, uh, they say, okay, so what are we going to do for music about music? And Wanye from Boys to Men pipes up. He goes, we got Matt. Matt's our guy. He's got us. We're good. Um, and I was kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to curse on your show, but I was like, what the is going on right now? I was literally in shock because I mean, I've grown up listening to all these guys in that room and, mm-hmm. and every musician seeks that moment of kind of like va- validation, you know, we're yeah, all, validation all, of us, people respect. all of us, yeah, all of it, all of us artists are insecure. You know how it goes, but it's like, okay. You know, like, that was a heavy one for me. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I left that meeting and called my mom crying and <laughs> my poor mom's like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? I was like, everything's great. I was like, I could literally die tomorrow and I'm good. Like that was uh, it's just a surreal moment. Absolutely surreal moment. You know, you're talking about validation and we all want that. I can remember uh, from the people that we look up to, I can remember we had John Tesh on the, on the show and we look up to him because again he's the biggest radio oh, wow. person out there you oh know? yeah and the entertainment and, and entertainment world person, and all that years. Mm-hmm. and i remember yeah. in the show he was telling us he says you know um i'm a really busy person and i don't do many sh- podcasts yes. he says but i i said yes to y'all um because i've heard great things and we were like wow <laughs> he's saying this yeah. to us. And, and so that was like a moment like Okay, we can keep going. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and you should. Yeah, you guys are a ton of fun to talk to. So I see where he's where he's coming <laughs> from. So, but we appreciate that. Um, so as you, I know, think my mom's of, on here. She's a big John Tesh fan. I'm pretty uh, sure he's a great uh, piano player. <laughs> <laughs> so as you know, a lot of people they see you, but they don't see right. the team around you. In our opinion, teams never get any love. They don't. But on our don't show. Know. We make sure they get some loving. So take That's a few awesome. moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it does take a village. And uh, I, I first and foremost got to thank Joe, who's, like I said, been a mentor to me and uh, really opened up the floodgates of what's happening now as far as, you know, being able to get to the point where I'm at because I've been able to uh, – to get myself to Nashville, meet a lot of great people in Nashville. Um, I got to give love to uh, Dan Frizzell who mixes and masters and edits all my music and 
and produces and all that stuff. He does Lee Bryce. He does Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Kid Rock, and me for whatever reason. I mean, he's, he's just, <laughs> it's like I guess it's like charity work or something. Um, uh, um, my buddy John Stone, who's a fantastic writer, who's written for Blake Shelton, Rascal Flatts, um, literally you name it. He's gotten a Kenny Chesney. Um, he's letting me cut some some really great songs of his. Um, my buddy Johnny Gates, who I write with and have some great songs coming out with him. Uh, Rana and uh, Rana and Liz over at Showbiz um, Publishing, they they pitch me great songs. Sarah Schumacher at Curb Records. Um, really just, yeah, it does take a team. It's funny, too, because there's never an instance where you talk about everybody all at once. And now it's all coming up. I'm, I'm like. Joanne Magano, who's uh, my yep. publicist, who of she's course great. put us together. We love him. She's one of the yeah. one of the best in the biz. Um, yeah, man, it really takes a village. And, and a huge thank you to, of course, like Boys to Men, Joey Fatone, Ryan Cabrera, O Town, all these guys that put me on stage with them and uh, give me, you know, give me a moment to show people what you know what I'm all about. I love that. So, I'm saying my mom, my mom's always there. The fans that help out and uh, so tell us a mom know. story. Tell us, you know, you, you, I could tell that she's Uh-oh. big time influence within what mm-hmm. you do. Tell I'm us a, a mama's story. Boy, that's true. Tell oh, us a story awesome. where where she went above and beyond for your career and your law, and you thought, wow, she really gets that. This is what I've been called to do. A million stories just hit me all at once just now because. <laughs> <laughs> She comes to about every gig I, I she can. Um, yeah. She always wears a shirt of if whatever band it is I'm in or if it's me or whatever it is, she's always wearing a shirt. Mm-hmm. But I think the most vivid, and it, this is a mom story and a dad story, but I would call it more of a mom story because <laughs> yeah. so, so my parents are my parents are separated but very active. Like we yeah. hang all the time. Mm-hmm. They're both the best, and and uh, I you know I I won the lottery with both of them quite frankly. But uh, I call, I call this a mom story. Cause in this story, she deals with what <laughs> she deals with the repercussions more, but uh, I was 12 years old and I had been playing drums at school a little bit. And, but at school they had me playing trumpet, but before school I would take my trumpet case and just be beating drums on it. And I'd have kids around rapping and doing all this fun stuff. And eventually they were like, I think we got to get them a drum set. Uh, you know, as much as a parent may not want to, uh, because a parent, I, as a parent, you want as much peace and quiet as I think you could possibly find. Now they got electronic drums. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. But they, that wasn't quite the thing <laughs> when I was a kid and, uh, it's hard to get a kid to get into electronic drums, but, yeah. uh, we, my mom and dad and I went out to dinner one night and mom had some of her friends while we were out of dinner, put a drum set in my room. Oh wow. So I come back from dinner. We're just out of dinner. Come home. I'm like I said, I think I'm 12 years old. And I come in, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? Um, and I say, I say mom dealt with it because it was at her house. So <laughs> that fourth woman. And I mean, but what an investment because I would literally play those things from the moment I got home from school. She gave mm-hmm. me a cutoff time at nine o'clock. And I would <laughs> yeah. play them. I would literally, she would be not 8.59, 9 p.m. All right, let's go. Enough, enough for tonight, please. And, uh, you know, so bless her for that. But I think that's 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 pretty above and beyond where she's like, this yes, kids want definitely. to do it. We're going to do mm-hmm. it. 
And I, I mean, it paid off. I, I played, I play drums. All right. I mean, I, I've been known to make a few dollars playing drums. So, <laughs> you know, I speaking, love it. speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our 10 year old that we bring on at, ask a couple questions. So Sandy's going to go get him. I love it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Him. Bring him out. Let's go. <laughs> and while we're waiting on him to come, yeah. um, what's kind of next for you? Um, what's next is some uh, new music coming out. I've been hard in the studio. Um, we just went in and cut some more music. Um, we're going to be releasing a new song on October 7th. Um, I'm actually announcing it right here. I haven't announced it anywhere else. I'm uh, oh, wow. putting out a song October 7th uh, called Everything You've Got. Um, and that'll be out, uh, of course, on all platforms. And uh, super excited about that. I'm basically uh, just trying to get out as much music as I can for people. Um, so uh, so people can really know what, what I'm doing and and see that I'm serious about this. And then uh, hopefully, you know, beginning of next year, hitting the road and hopefully getting on. There's a lot of wonderful country music festivals and trying to get on all those. What's up, man? Doing good. What's going on? Yes. Our time after you said, what's your food? <laughs> My favorite food? Yes. My favorite food is chicken parmesan. Have you ever had chicken parmesan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you like it? He loves anything mm-hmm. with cheese and chicken. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah, then that's right up your alley. I love chicken. What's yours? Mine is pizza. Yeah, what's yours? Oh, what kind of, what's, what do you get on it? Uh, pepperoni sauce and supreme and pineapple. He's got four different ones. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ooh, wait, all of that on one or, or, di- or separately? <laughs> that's four wow. different ones. Yeah, because he said, you know, he's got, okay. he, li- he likes pepperoni, but he also likes supreme. <laughs> and he just learned right, that he likes okay. And he just learned that he likes pineapple. He tried that. Okay. He's he's <laughs> he's adventurous then. You're adventurous, aren't you? Mm-hmm. He'll try anything once. <laughs> even awesome. even the hot stuff. He's really good in the spicy stuff too. Oh, I like spicy too. Yes. <laughs> All right, what's your TV awesome. show? My favorite TV show. What am I watching? I keep watching a show right now called Bar Rescue. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know if he would. He probably wouldn't have seen Bar Rescue because it's not really his age range. Uh, I just, I this guy's just yelling at people, man, because they're not doing a good job at their bars, and he sorts them out. He gets them, he sets them straight. Uh, it's a, it's a funny show when you're a little older, maybe. <laughs> What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Oh, all right, okay. My favorite cartoon is the movie Cars. Have you seen Cars? Uh yeah yeah one time I saw things so, uh, I can't remember where it was. <laughs> uh oh well it sounds like you need to come watch it again. Yep, time yes. to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your movie? Favorite movie is that thing you do, uh, which oh, would be a great a one for you to watch if you haven't. That's mm. that's it my favorite. Mm. And what's yours? Mine is Dominions. Oh, okay. All right, and, like and we've that. seen all the minions, group. including the new one. That, in fact, what's funny is last time we was in Nashville, we um, we end up saying, "You know what? Let's go to the movies." And we we seen the new minions that's out at the theaters right now. Hillman and Caitlin both love them. Oh, all right. You got to take him down to Universal in Orlando because they've got yep. all the minions down there. He would love that. <laughs> You'd yes. love that. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Bye, a little road trip soon. Yep. <laughs> Bye, thanks. Oh, see you, buddy. Thanks right. for the questions, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's been on That's almost awesome. every 
He's been on almost every episode. And he he loves it. And you know, since we homeschool, awesome. we're able to kind of do schoolwork and do the show, then do schoolwork. Oh, is he working on schoolwork right now? Oh, he's got to get back in there. Up. He just wrapped oh, okay. up. Okay, okay, fair he enough. Worked all morning. So fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Then. So, awesome. if you could co-write with any artist, who would it be? Can I ask one question? Yeah. Is the song for them or is the song for me? Or is it both of us? That would be because I think I would have different answers for that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes sense. Huh? If the if the song is for that artist, I might say Brett Young. Oh wow! Oh, that's yeah. a really good one. Because yeah, a... I tend to like slower songs and like to write slower songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's got a lot of cool ballads that I really like. That's... Um, and if the song was for me, I mean, you have to go with Hardy. Oh, that's I mean, great. Yes. If, if someone's gonna write a song for you uh, <laughs> that's a good choice you're definitely yeah. gonna want to put michael hardy in the in the credits yeah. that's for sure um, <laughs> and then if i had to do a song that was like me and another artist where we're both on the yeah, song mm-hmm. ooh, it might be george Strait. Ah, oh, be a good one. love that it might yeah. be george Strait or cody johnson Ah, yeah, that's oh, a good one. yes. I love the "Until You Can't" mm-hmm. song. I know. I'm dying to write a rodeo song. <laughs> I'm dying to put a rodeo song together. So I've never rodeoed or anything, but I love rodeo songs. Oh wow! Yeah, absolutely love rodeo songs. George Strait and Cody both have great rodeo songs. They do. So if you could spend the day with any artist who's passed on, who would you bring back to spend the day with you? Um. I would say John Lennon, but I've heard he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the thing. The ones I really like, I've heard they're not all that fun to be. That around. would suck. Uh, you bring if that would suck, you bring them back and they're a jerk. Have, to a, me, right? have a terrible <laughs> day. Not good. That's actually good. Yeah. So I brought Elvis back, and we had, it was an awful time. <laughs> um, if I had to bring back an artist to spend the day with, I'd go get a beer with George Jones. Uh, oh yes George yeah Jones. i think oh, I, I think maybe george jones mine would be johnny cash because johnny uh, and june johnny yeah, and, i'd like us. to bring no, them no. back because i went through 19 years of addiction it's been sober for four, 14 years oh wow but the first Congrats. part of our marriage was hectic on her because of that so their story is our story so it'd be really cool to um talk to them mm-hmm. oh that would be fantastic <clears throat> I love that. So what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? You guys are asking hard questions, <laughs> but I actually really like these questions because I don't generally get asked these kinds of questions. A song I wish I wrote, uh, I could still make Cheyenne. Uh, oh, oh, that's, that's a good one. one. Love it. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite. That's one of my absolute favorite rodeo songs. Yeah. So back in, I think that would be one. So back in February of um, 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. And the question I asked her, one of the questions I asked her back then is where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask you the same question, because the answer she gave us then was to the T of what she's living now. She knew where she was going. She had it all planned out. She had it planned out and she's there. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? In five years, 
I mean, I just, I hope to have a ton of music out that people really resonate with. I hope to have a great family. Um, I hope to still be spending time with my parents. Um, I hope to still be doing dumb stuff with my friends, um, <laughs> yeah. which we, we do have some dumb stuff planned. So there that's you good. Go. <laughs> um, you know, and I, it'd be great to be out there touring and, and, you know, writing and, and uh, performing for people and just making people happy. Love that. I think so that's, that's it. I don't want to put high, so, you know, because of course, you know, I want to be on stadium tours or arena <laughs> tours or, you know, but uh, I, all that will be there if that's meant for me. And, and I, I believe we're heading that way. But the <laughs> things that I really know matter are, are the people in my life and, and the music yeah. in my life. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are the things I just really want to focus on. So let's look 15 years down the road and let's say that you are a success on that grand scale. Whatever yeah. that looks like for you, you've made it. What do you hope that you never forget along that journey? How hard it was to get there. Because um, oh, people yeah. have always asked me, people have always asked me, how come you don't go on one of those singing shows or do like an American Idol or a voice? It's, and I always say it's because that kind of stuff's fleeting, that you come in, you do it, and once the show's done with you, you're kind of on your own um, mm -hmm. to go figure it out and they kind of chew you up, spit you out kind of thing. And so I always say if you, if you're, if it's given to you, it can be taken away. If you've mm -hmm. worked for it, it's yours. And mm -hmm. I just, you know, I hope I never forget the grind and never let myself get ahead of myself. You know how it can be, you know, people get um, into some new places and around some new people. And, you know, you, all of a sudden you don't hear the word no anymore. And you're like, well, it can it can turn bad and i just hope i never you know experience that yes that. what are some things that inspire you things that inspire me my parents um my dad is a hard-working man and uh he's you know he's in his he, i won't say how old he is on here he probably don't want to be <laughs> talking about all that uh, but you know he's still active and playing golf and doing what he loves and it's funny because I kind of inspired him at a young age. Mm -hmm. I remember being yeah. 16 and there was a time where, so I'm going on another tangent here, but I remember being <laughs> 16 and uh, at that point, it's that, it's that point where your parents start getting a little worried because uh, I'm still doing, I'm still in bands and like, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I want to play in these bands and all that. And start the time my parents start going, well, let's figure out what you're really going to do kind of thing. Just, you know, uh, mm -hmm. let's figure that kind of thing. And I was like, no, 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 this is it. This is it. Like, don't worry. I'm doing this. And I think that was hard for them to be like, okay. And like kind of let go and let, let it happen. <coughs> and, my dad and, you know, and you know, one thing about that before you finish that statement is um, one thing I think that a lot of times parents don't see that you as an artist sees you know, you know, right. a lot of times parents, they see Blake Shelton and then they see broke brother-in-law who's done it for years. But they don't see right. the, the many levels in, in between. between where there are people that you'll never hear their name, but yet they make a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, I remember being 16 and my dad was working just jobs he didn't generally enjoy. He was you know, a buyer for this company or he was doing this for this company or whatever. And my dad loves golf. Oh, the way man. I am about music, dad is about golf. I'm like, dad, 
You just got to – he was talking about his job. I'm like, you just got to go do what you love. You got to yeah. figure out how to make a living with golf right now. That's the only way you're going to be happy. And I think he took that and he ran with it. And that's something I've wow. admired him. He, he does what he wants. And I, I'm inspired by my mother um, because you won't find, like, a kinder person on earth. It's kind of, like, obscene how sweet mm-hmm. and thoughtful and kind. And – She's nurtured friendships better than anyone I've ever seen for over 40 years where she's just, they call each other every week or they go do something. And, and to the point where she just moved to North Carolina and everyone else moved to North Carolina from Florida. Literally, they're all up there now. It's like, well, mostly, yeah, mostly, but she literally moved to North Carolina and her friends are like, okay, we'll all start finding a place. I was baffled. I was baffled at the, and that's just as a testament to, to who she is. Where people are like, she's going, we're all going. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she said she's in tears right now. Oh, ma, come on now. (laughs) Come on, ma. (laughs) What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Uh, that's tough. You guys are killing me. I love this because there's so many things. I mean, doing what I said I was going to do, you know, being consistent, um, you know, just I, I think that's the the main one. It's always always leading with kindness, um, always leading with the right intention. I think that's I think that's what I would want to, you know, as a as a person. Yeah. Just kindness. I've heard that about a lot of people. I've I had the chance once to meet an idol, and I decided not to, just because mm-hmm. uh, it might have been too much. I, I had a chance to meet Stevie Wonder, oh, and wow. mm-hmm. I but I decided not to. But all I've ever heard about him is how kind he is, and yeah. that he rem- he remembers like even if he's met you once or twice, the mm-hmm. next time he meets you, he'll remember you. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. that is, uh, but, uh, I think that's, you know, hearing things about him like that. I hope, you know, I hope people will talk about me that way. People will choose however they want to be at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Yeah. so I can just, I can just stay consistent with what I, what I know to be and who I am and, and, uh, whatever anyone else has to say is up to them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> hopefully, that. hopefully it's, hopefully it's to that effect, you know? Mm-hmm. If you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Uh, just how appreciative I am of the support. I mean, we've got some we've got some fans that are just there for it. Um, I'm super thankful. They travel the country to come watch me play. They buy merch. They they stream all the music. They share it with everyone they know. Um, and you really, as a as an artist, at the level I'm at, and I mean, really at any level, but you just there's such a great value in that that these people care and take their time to you know um to really invest their time and efforts into what i'm doing you know mm-hmm. let's it just shows that you know you're on the right track and and just helps me every day to keep pushing knowing yeah. that they care as much as they do Definitely so thank you just that. thankful <laughs> Yeah. So as we close out, um, what advice would you give that person who wants to do what you do? Just don't quit. It's, it's not, it's, you know, you keep chipping away, chipping away. And I've seen a drawing once, like, a, a com- I don't know if it's like a little comic strip or something, 
of a guy mm-hmm. who was chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. I think he was trying to get to like, I don't know, treasure or something like that. And yeah, he gives yeah. up. He gives up and the, and the treasure is just a little bit further. Oh, um, yes. I've seen that. And that's mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I think about it. Just if you stop chipping, you're right. You won't you won't get where you're going. So and you'll chip. never know. I would yep. rather go to my deathbed knowing I tried than to go to my deathbed wondering what if. Yep. So I just, I always say, just keep chipping away, ask for help, um, get creative, um, you know, brainstorm with, with people, but never, never, ever, you know, stop chipping away. Love that. So as we, so as we close, tell everybody how they can find you. Um, on Instagram at Matthew Wayne, that's where I'm most active. Um, you know, I do a little bit of TikToking. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, it. I'm going to get my YouTube shorts as good as you guys soon. Um, <laughs> but, uh, cause you guys got some of the best YouTube shorts out there, but I'm, I'm going to work on it. You guys have inspired me to get to, uh, to, to work on that, but, um, definitely Instagram, uh, Matthew Wayne music on, uh, Facebook. It's Matthew Wayne on Twitter. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Matthew Wayne. Love awesome. that. You know, we really yeah. enjoyed having you today. We and did. we definitely this look, a lot look of fun. forward to having you back. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Let's do that anytime. You guys let you let me know and I'm there. Right. You're we'll always welcome. Do. We'll yes, do. you're a great awesome. guest. And I hopefully to see you guys in Nashville. All right. Oh, we'll that be sounds on, great. We'll be there from yeah. the second to the we'll night. Be there soon. Oh, for in October? Yes. Yeah, October second, and you guys are big Johnny Cash and June Carter fans. You said we yeah. are. I'd love to take you to a spot in Nashville. It's a private club, but they have the last photo taken by Marty Stewart of Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. and the whole room was designed by his granddaughter. Oh, wow. oh that would be amazing. So let's get in, let's that. get in touch and have you guys come check that out. Sounds will do. Absolutely. Awesome, Lil Chris will love that. Yes, because he's a big Absolutely. music fan and he loves Johnny Cash too. He knows who Johnny Perfect. Cash is. We love that. Awesome. All right, we'll be in awesome. touch. We'll and it was a touch. great time. Thanks so awesome, much. Awesome, guys. Again. See you soon. Right. Bye. Bye now.